Welcome to the Braving the Waves podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and I am so excited to welcome you to season two. Each week, we will explore anonymous stories and poems, and sometimes you'll hear my voice, other times you'll hear others and their contributions. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that takes a deeper dive into a specific moment or experience. My hope is that it will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story, which you will now be welcome to do through our submission form. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself. And I so hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, everyone. I hope you're doing as well as you can be. And this week's episode looks at some of the ways anxiety shows up in our minds, bodies, and souls, specifically the elements of it that aren't as frequently spoke about. And interestingly, February 1st and 2nd also marked the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, which is celebrated through many different cultural traditions. And this episode discusses how even with seasonal shifts, especially the long-awaited ones between winter and spring, anxiety doesn't always dissipate. Further, I've stretched and reshaped the old villanelle poetic form, which you might have learned about in high school or at some point. And the villanelle traditionally offers a frame for struggling with establishing conversational tone and narrative possibility, reading in this non-linear series of circles that resist telling a complete story. And this form sounds and feels a lot like the experience of anxiety, and I hope the structure and words can capture the mood, emotion, and memory too. So I will read the poem for you now. We talk about aching waking up, but without breathless sensitivity, tents pitched for toilets and angry skin, soul and stomach, unable to speak. The eye of the storm must be halfway between winter solstice and spring equinox, headache and dizziness. We don't talk about aching with each type of waking. Could we craft a raft from what unravels us when spring sap is just sticky pus, bleeding from angry skin, soul, and stomach, afraid to speak. Clear liquor looks a lot like tears. We drink both to remind ourselves, first, that we don't talk about bone aches waking up, and second, of the taste of pain, simmering, stinging, salty, feeling so much that you question if you'll ever feel again when angry skin, soul, and stomach now threaten to speak. And if we sprint through winter, we'll boil beneath coats of cold that should freeze flight. So fight to talk about accumulating aches, waking up when angry skin, soul, and stomach scream.
as always, take a moment to breathe all the words in. Do they make you feel anything specific or think anything in particular? How did they connect with your senses? Are there any colors or symbols that you noticed? Any meaning that you were able to draw? Metaphors, interpretations, clarity? Was there a message that spoke to you? And as usual, I will offer some thoughts. So this poem is a series of either halfway points or things kind of half-baked in relation to how anxiety can feel like we're halfway alive in a way. And so the first instance of this is the beginning of our poem. And we often talk about how hard it is and how hard it can be to wake up in the morning. But we forget to mention what accompanies this, which can be body aches, breathlessness, uh, sensitivity, needing to use the toilet more frequently, completing tasks really quickly, skin irritation, stomach problems, and difficulty speaking. And those are often very present and much harder to be aware of and to speak about. And moving into kind of the second section of the poem, there are these different types of waking up out of bed in between winter and spring, for example. And thawing and adjusting to seasonal shifts can compound the experiences mentioned previously, also bringing headaches and dizziness and much else. And winter and spring can also be a little bit metaphorical here for any kind of transition, whether it's from winter to spring or from spring to summer, summer to fall, all of those transitions seasonally and within our lives, in school, with our families, with our friends, can compound some of the experiences and symptomatology of the experience of anxiety. And that's important to pay attention to and to recognize. And the third section of the poem, we're asking, or I guess there's a, a question of, you know, can we make something meaning, for example, out of our struggles when there is such a similarity between what we make and the pain that we make it from? And this can feel like we're getting halted halfway, which induces this fear of speaking up. And I know for myself, this fear of being hypocritical, maybe in a way of, you know, trying to put meaning or in my case, often words behind something that's been really painful or that's ongoingly painful, like anxiety, which can pop up anytime. And of course, depends on the person and how they experience it. In the fourth section, we're looking at uh, some specific examples of, you know, alcohol and crying and these methods that are either soothing and or numbing, especially if we're alone. And this can really only get us halfway 
to healing and figuring out a healthy way to navigate when anxiety feels overwhelming. And often comforting things can also be vices and there's a delicate balance of okay what does a healthy space to feel and cry look like and where is it does it cross the line of isolating from potential other sources of help and support and our fifth section we're looking at you know burying what we're feeling and the fact that that will create pressure that threatens to burst and so the last line of that section we have a shift in the language of you know the angry skin soul and stomach now threatening to speak rather than being afraid to speak or being unable to speak as was said earlier in the poem and so when we bury everything we're feeling or try and sprint through those feelings it doesn't make it go away and if anything it'll make it worse and there's a saying from a athlete that i have followed for a long time and he says i think many other people have said this too that your body will whisper before it screams and if you listen to it while it's whispering you're much better able to communicate and to receive and look for help in that space when it's screaming sometimes it's unbearable and you're not able to generate language or move through that as easily and i think that's important to recognize especially with anxiety which you know mentioned in the the end of the poem the freeze and fight and flight those states when compounded by extreme anxiety or anxious experiences in general uh, can be really really difficult and it's important to make space to understand that and how not necessarily how we can prevent it but how we can work with those feelings when they arise sooner rather than later also think in combination which is kind of touched upon at the end of the poem a little bit anxiety can feel hopeless unless we keep fighting even if only to talk about what anxiety actually feels like when others can't see it because so many of really any mental health related struggles are seemingly invisible and it's important to do our best to continue to fight to communicate what it is actually like and to recognize that there are some experiences that are visible like many of the ones mentioned at the beginning that are more within our body and so it's more difficult to associate those with our mental experience and when you make that connection it can be easier to ask for support and talk about how those are impacting you so with all of that i will read our poem once more to let everything digest 
I'm hoping these words are helpful. Anxiety is a really difficult experience to put words to. Um, but I tried and I hope that uh, they're helpful for you. So I'll read it once more. We talk about aching, waking up, but without breathless sensitivity, tense pitched for toilets, and angry skin, soul, and stomach, unable to speak. The eye of the storm must be halfway between winter solstice and spring equinox, headache and dizziness. We don't talk about aching with each type of waking. Could we craft a raft from what unravels us? When spring sap is just sticky pus, bleeding from angry skin, soul, and stomach, afraid to speak. Clear liquor looks a lot like tears. We drink both to remind ourselves, first, that we don't talk about bone aches waking up, and second, of the taste of pain. Simmering, stinging, salty, feeling so much that you question if you'll ever feel again when angry skin, soul, and stomach now threaten to speak. And if we sprint through winter, we'll boil beneath coats of cold that should freeze flight. So fight to talk about accumulating aches, waking up when angry skin, soul, and stomach scream. Thank you, as always, for listening, engaging, and just being in this space right now. I think it's a great thing to recognize that even just making space to listen to something is vulnerable and courageous in a way because you're inviting those thoughts into your mental and physical space. So thank you for listening, for being here. And if you would like to share a moment or a memory on the podcast, please head to tinyurl.com slash bravingthewaves which will also be linked in the show notes. And of course, you are always welcome to leave a comment on Instagram or email me your thoughts at Michaela at weareinsinkable.com. I would love to hear from you. So thank you again. I hope you have a great week ahead or as good of a week as it's possible to be. And I'll see you next Monday. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves podcast. You can find more information about this week's content, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed, shared, or left a review and followed us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks everyone. Take care.